0: You're listening to Real Crime, the Movie Sleuth Podcast.
1: Oh, way to go, Chris, mouthing the words of our intro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's we all- were all
2: very careful to be quiet.
1: So, saw, Yeah, you could have heard a pin drop except for that music in here. <laughs> yeah. I'm proud of you guys. You finally got it together. <laughs> it's almost like we just, know for, what we're you, doing. Scott, just yeah. for you, Scott. Just for you. This is the 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 wonderful Real Crime Podcast. This is episode number 92.
3: Yeah, we're, we're creeping up. towards a hundred.
1: We're creeping up. Wow, it'll be here soon. When we we hit that,
3: it's going to be a giant anniversary Orgy of Flesh in the studio.
1: No, we're going to literally watch Orgy of Flesh. Oh, okay. (laughs) There's some plans we have down the road, I know, with our friends from, and I know you probably will talk about them too.
3: Well, we can talk about it now. Our dear friends
1: from Sellermans, Yes. uh, who are really good to our show, Uh, really cool guys, uh, we've been talking about maybe doing some events with them. Some ideas. Yes. Making some ideas around. Chris, you want to elaborate on Yes, that so I've already
3: got about four or five people that are interested. We're going to do a horror short local film festival at Yeah. Yes. Nice. Which do, will be pretty cool.
2: Do you think we could do, if we don't get enough time worth of, of them, we might want to throw in like... A fucking B-movie that nobody well, gives a shit about? so
3: far my idea is that we're going to call this the Carnival of Souls because oh, yeah. it's going to be kind of like a carnival of movies, and then we'll show Carnival of Souls at the end. Perfect. After we do our horror shows,
1: Maybe we should make that our 100th show.
3: Maybe. I mean, if we we yeah. time it right. If yeah. we time it right. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean, uh, yeah.
1: it's an idea. That would be about eight if weeks we or- If
2: we already have a bunch of movies and have a, a lineup planned I don't yeah. see why we couldn't it's get It's just getting that everything range. put together.
3: So, yeah. Sellerman's one of our sponsors. We're going to be putting together an event with them. Also, got to mention the Flint Institute of Arts, mm. of course, as we do every show. Yes. Yep. Great place. And then, of course, projectorscreen.com. Of yes. Of course. So, moving along. News this week. Uh, actually, word just broke that Joel Kinneman uh, from Altered Carbon and also played Robocop in the remake is going to be doing a new sci fi series via Apple that's going to be written and produced by Ronald Moore, who did BSG.
2: It hmm. should be interesting. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely got the political climate to to pull stuff from for a show, because I know the original BSG pulled a lot of real oh, politics yeah. into yep, it. Oh, yeah, yep, And so now he's got an even bigger smorgasbord to to play with.
3: Yes. Um. Also, Castle Rock Season 2 was announced today. Uh, they're going to... Do another season of it. It's been a pretty big hit for them. Oh,
2: it is. If you guys haven't watched it, it is spectacular. I haven't had a chance yet.
3: Oh. Yeah, likewise. I still need to get to it. Yeah. Oh. But, I mean, all the reviews we've posted have been very positive. Mm. <laughs> Josie's
2: been rocking those out.
3: In other news, MoviePass continues down further <laughs> into, their, oh my God. into their deep, dark cavern Man. of being a complete fraud at this point. Um People that have canceled their accounts are now required when you log in, um, like my last month, I canceled on August 29th. My payment came out August 28th. Okay. So I have a month left on my membership. Now, in order to use that last month of my membership, I have to click on a little button that says opt in and it automatically renews your account and you have no way to cancel after that. Yep. So they're That's actually so fucked up extracting money from people now that yeah. want to cancel. Yeah,
2: yeah. Three people. Well, oh, I thought it was hysterical. I canceled mine. Yeah, and they're like, you cannot open another account or cannot renew your account for nine months. Yeah, I was like, bad boy. I'm yeah, like, What yeah. the hell? Like,
1: like I, like, I, well, wait, I'm quitting. Yeah, I'm quitting. Who gives a shit? But still, it's like they It's still weird. You're it's like, bad. You quit. You quit our service. I Three quit cuz I didn't have the
3: money to pay for it.
2: Yeah, right. It's I not quit. Like I quit because I'm like, "Oh, you guys suck." I was quit. I quit cuz I'm like, "I don't have 10 bucks in my account right now."
3: I quit because <laughs> I signed up for the AMC A-list thing, and I tell you what, it's far beyond anything MoviePass has ever offered. You still get your points, uh the app is super intelligent. Isn't it's super, really cool. Cuz the MoviePass super, one was terrible. It really was. Um I've seen four movies so far in the last week with the AMC one it's been easy every time I just take my phone punch in my code I get my tickets 20 bucks a month get all my AMC yeah. points two times that I've already gone I've gotten like coupons for five and six dollars off so um <laughs> in the last week you know probably $50 so like here, watch 50 movies
2: for free and we'll give you money to do it
3: yeah yep so
1: three people I worked with done like today's Tuesday yesterday was obviously Monday um that is the way the calendar Thank works. Thank you for that reminder. Three <laughs> three people, no less three people, came in going with the same story, with this. what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. They're like, I got so pissed off Saturday night. We we're going to see a movie with this stupid app, and I just quit. And then all this hell broke loose. And next thing you know, it drops down the pipeline, and it's all over the place now.
3: Done. Here's the other thing they're doing, Their too, is, is, so is they're limiting it to two movies. Seen. Like, right now, if you go on MoviePass, the only movies you can see are The Meg and Mission Impossible Fallout. You can't select any other movies. That's of
4: course. That's ridiculous. Because
2: yeah. they are committing suicide.
3: It's done. I think in the long run, they're going to see yeah. other movies crop up or other subscription services crop up. They're going to get it right. Mm-hmm. So we can thank MoviePass for at least starting this. But at this point, it's time for them just to go the fuck
2: away. They just need to shut down. Yeah. Like, yeah. no doubts. We're done. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, last two little news bits. Uh, Train to Busan 2 has mm, been announced. Sweet which I'm very excited for yeah, because they're be awesome. they're not going to do the same thing again. It's actually yeah. going to be an aftermath movie. Oh, wow. Cool.
2: Oh, I thought it was going to be a parallel uh, movie.
3: No, what I read was it's going to be an aftermath after the whole zombie breakout happens. Oh, so it's, it's going to be, be a recovery movie. Yes. Yep. Oh, that's so, going cool.
2: That's a different take. Because, you know,
3: we don't always want repetition with our sequels. And we don't get those. Yeah, yeah.
2: We don't get the aftermath movie. No,
1: you don't. You don't what happened after all this crap?
2: Exactly. Yep. Like Dawn of the Dead, you don't get the now we have to rebuild.
3: Yeah. Now we have to rebuild the
1: mall. Well, the girl with all the gifts. <laughs> <laughs> the girl with all the gifts, for example. Yeah. You do get. Oh, you do get a, so an good. idea. You do get at at, at the end. You kind of get an idea of where it was going. They kind of give you a little bit of a taste of the aftermath, mm-hmm. but not like a whole story. Like, what is the struggle? Yeah. Yeah. To you know, to re, we will rebuild and all that shit. Yeah, you know, so. yeah. Hmm.
2: I that, that movie blew my mind. Fantastic movie. That oh was a great God. movie.
3: Yeah. Then last little bit of news: The Meg. They were estimating a twenty million dollar weekend, and forty four point five domestically. Wow, the Meg good for those guys. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Hell it's yeah. already at about one hundred and sixty million worldwide well, in course, one weekend.
2: Who doesn't love giant sharks?
3: It's so dumb, but it's so good
4: dude I mean, that's exactly what I want it to be though Like yeah, I that's all want it needs to be it doesn't Jason need to say, be an intelligent a shark like, to be a deep movie good yeah. movie like, yeah. I want it to just be fun <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah so in new releases this week we've got Mile 22 starring Mark Wahlberg Alpha the movie that's been troubled for the last two years and keeps getting pushed back and we've got Crazy Rich Asians
2: Crazy Rich Asians is looking good yeah it is it's looking really good
3: So, last little sponsor I want to mention is Reckless. We've discussed them a few Mm. times. R e k l i s t dot com. Very cool site. It is a streaming site like Netflix or Amazon Prime, but they've kind of brought in uh, the social media aspect to it, which is actually pretty cool. So, check them out at Reckless dot com. R e k l i s t dot com. That's all I got.
2: All right. I guess we go on to suggested
3: viewing. Suggested viewing. Okay. Well, I know what my suggested viewing is going to be. What's that? What crisp. is your suggested viewing? <laughs> uh, Black Klansman. I saw it last night. Ooh, nice. Yeah, Spike Lee's back. He's, you know, bringing back the political elements that he used to get back with, like, Do the Right Thing and movies like that. He's
2: back and mad again.
3: Yeah, it's, uh, it's really, really good. The third chapter kind of falls off a little bit, but other than that, I would definitely, definitely suggest seeing that movie. So. Definitely uh, takes a few shots at Trump, which is no. Imagine that. No. So, yep. Chris Jordan, what you got?
4: Ah, well, after uh, after seeing uh, David Byrne at the Fox on Friday, I rewatched "Stop Making Sense" over the weekend and was just reminded of how that is absolutely the best concert film ever. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Immediately with the I've I've got a tape I want to play you. Yep. And it's just so well shot, and
4: uh, just it's who shot it's perfect. Uh, I don't know who the cinematographer was, but Jonathan Demme directed it. Demme,
2: that's who it was. So
3: that's
4: who I was thinking
2: of. Yeah,
3: yeah. Performance of uh, Psycho Killer is phenomenal. There's a a bunch of
2: a
4: bunch of songs from that film are better than the album version. I would say, yeah, it's so good. Yeah,
2: but when they break out Tom Tom Club stuff, I mean. Yeah, that's, that's fun. That's so great. Yeah. I, I love that stuff. Yeah. So,
0: what do you yeah. got
3: there, Trevor?
2: Well, it's it's August 14th. The biggest movie of the year got released on DVD, on Blu-ray today. So I'm going to have to go Avengers Infinity War.
3: Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to pick it up today, but I will tomorrow.
2: I, I actually, that's why I was early is because I ran <laughs> out to pick it up. <laughs> <laughs>
3: son of a bitch. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah. I don't Mr. think Limer. I need to say anything else about that.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Black Mirror. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, that's right.
1: I banged Ah. through that whole thing. I binged it over a week. (laughs) Uh, And it was just... I had a lot of people sit... Amber watched a couple episodes. She's like, yeah, I like it. And it was all the hype. It's one of them nice rare times where all the hype I got off that really lived up to it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the hell out of that. You know, it's a handful of episodes. I think it's like 12 or 13 episodes, you know, but through their seasons, they have it in four seasons right now. I don't think yeah. they're going to be doing any more. They are. Are they? Yeah. yeah. It'll be yeah. I got renewed. Um, but, man, you know, there's a couple of, like, weaker ones in there. But, like, cuts out on a good record, you know. For me, you might have a couple of duds here and there. But all in all, man, it was a... I just liked the idea of the technology, eh, what they were using and how it was being applied. And that it wasn't too far in the future. Well, because of you... And I, you, that's, I don't want to spoil that because,
2: because of you on Saturday at the party, I uh, went home and added it to my watch list. Yeah. So
1: I just... Yeah. I, I like that there's a practical element to the show that i personally working in technology cannot totally identify with um and see the good parts and the bad parts of technology and how it affects us in our lives and i you know and that and that's all i want to say about it. i don't want to go into any of the details of it but i really liked how the the approach they came at with technology not too far in the future i think that's so cool right um yeah What, what is
3: wrong do you need to fix your mic stand it's moving, on me. it's okay. I'll be fine. I've got it now. It's all right.
1: I got it. I got it. Okay. But I, it. I highly recommend it. that if you have a Netflix account, <laughs> check it out, man. You'll
3: really dig it. I
1: had a riot, and everybody right. I know here who's seen it really enjoyed it. Oh and hell yeah! It's a great, great show, man. I would say everybody
2: that everybody whose opinion I respect um, has said that they love it. So I'm I
1: finally, like, I finally also watched Ex Machina. Uh, I was uh, oh yeah. I've been meaning to watch that forever. You know, and Alex Garland I mean obviously he did Annihilation yeah. which I'm obsessed with that movie over and over again I still about. haven't watched it and you know <laughs> it, another brilliant brilliant movie I, I had a riot watching I that I
3: think Ex Machina is actually the better movie of the two you think so yeah I do I think the narrative is stronger but they're both awesome no they're, they're both, both incredible the See, only, I like it,
2: I, I'm going to be honest with you the only reason I haven't watched it yet watched uh, um, Annihilation yet is because of Natalie
3: Portman that's it you got to watch it. She just, fucks me.
2: Just watch She's it. a plain Jane. She It's not... It has nothing... Uh, it, she just... There's just something about her on in movies where I'm like... Uh, she makes me tired in movies. Watch
3: so it and bring long. my movie back, fucker. All right. Yeah, oh, you yeah. have a
2: copy of it still? Oh, he, he, I borrowed yeah, it. Is. Yeah, yeah. Well, watch the
1: damn thing. tonight, right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, tr- I was offered to bring it back tonight. <laughs> he said, well, you no. didn't watch
1: it, though. Yeah. Watch, watch it and bring it. it back. Watch it, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah.
3: So... What's our topic tonight?
1: Yeah, no, no, no segue whatsoever. We're nope. just going to dive right into it. Hell yeah. Um, we talked about this. I mean, last week there was some things. We were going to do this last week, but some stuff came up. We couldn't yep. do the show. Life. Um, you know, and this was a tough one, I think, for me to do at least, because I'm kind of the guy who does the rock docs mm-hmm. uh, here and there for, for the movie sleuth. Um, But we said, let's try to do like rock and roll or like music movies, like, yeah, not documentaries, which that can get those lines can get blurred sometimes. But movies that were really about, you know, like narratives about rock stars or bands or whatever it might be. Right. Yes. And there's no shortage of them. Uh, and there's a lot lot of great ones That I've seen And there's a lot lot of great ones Personally that I haven't seen Well I
3: think the funny mm-hmm. thing Is about this Subgenre too yeah. Is that Even the bad ones Are good ones You yeah. know it Like depends. how many bad movies Have you seen about Rock and roll Like The Runaways yeah. Okay That's not a it great w- movie It wasn't a great movie But it's still pretty good But it's still pretty good Like I'm still interested in I can in The that Phantom that of the
2: Paradise Was pretty terrible
3: Yeah That's true
4: so I've not, I've never actually watched it. I've heard some people say great things, but then it just looks. Okay. Oh, I love it!
2: I love it. It's terrible. But it's,
4: it's terrible. But okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well. Okay. Let's launch this off, if you guys don't mind. I want to get these ones out of the way because they're really important ones. Um, there's actually three movies. They're kind of intertwined in their own way. They're not. They're not related, but they're related. Okay. The first one is um, called The Ruttles. All oh. you need is cash. Uh, it was actually, okay, okay, you know, that starred Eric Idle for Monty Python. Is yeah. you know his and you know, I saw it only like twice when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a total Beatles like. Well, this is, it's, it's a mockumentary. It's a,
3: documentary it's of a mockumentary. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And, it, and it's but it's a riot. It's so much fun. Oh, it is you know so I mean? good. It's hilarious. Now they say that was really the inspiration for this is Spinal Tap. I can see
2: that. I mean, it makes sense. Now, yeah. so
1: this is Spinal Tap. Really, is a that's a huge one. I think on this. It's well, so iconic. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I think Spinal Tap is basically like the upper echelon of rock and roll movies. Yeah. Even though that's yeah. a mockumentary too. Yeah. But you know, if you're into rock and roll and you haven't seen this is Spinal Tap. Yeah. I just don't then even want to that talk to you. Rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Um. You know. It goes to eleven. This one just buy a nine. bigger ramp, yeah. but it goes to eleven. It's, but the, but this one goes to eleven. It, it's just it? such yeah. an iconic.
4: Why, why don't you just make ten louder? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but
1: this one goes, goes to eleven. To eleven. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, now there there was this. Is I think spinal we have the title
3: tap. of our podcast.
1: This one goes. This one goes to, one. Goes to eleven. Goes on, yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay. This is Spinal Tap. I mean, the, it, it, as you said, Chris, <laughs> this doesn't. Hey, fuckers. Uh, <laughs> That needs no introduction, yeah. I mean, really, if you're into rock and roll type movies and I've you seen haven't it. seen this is Spinal Tap, really get out there and see the movie. Yep. it's not hard. It's not hard. I think it's even on Netflix still. You can watch it it's on there. Probably if you want. on
2: Netflix. It's always on somebody's streaming service. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, just a fantastic film. Mm-hmm. Just, just a riot. Much like the Ruddles. I mean, those two films are very much related. They're the same <sighs> type of feel. Both mockumentaries.
3: What is yeah. the third one though?
1: Well, what. I would consider kind of related was Anvil: The History of Anvil. I don't know oh, if you guys have seen God that God one, is right? So but see that—that's
3: more of a documentary, I think. Mm,
1: yeah, no, it's, it's more a of a—it's a mockumentary. It, is it really it's very yeah. much a mockumentary? Yeah. Um, oh, so good. Though. You know, it, but that's what I'm saying. The lines oh. can be a little blurred, but I—I I put it on yeah. this list for that reason because it's very much a mockumentary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a lot of just, and it was written. A, it was it was written a certain way and. Portrayed the band in a certain way, also. Yes, and it made them very famous. I mean, I grew up listening to Anvil, and they were one of those bands. It's true; they never really got their due. They right. played some pretty massive shows, and they never really got their due.
3: Have you uh, seen this movie, Chris? Loss? I've
1: not. I've always heard. Oh, that it's yeah. great. oh it's, dude, you tear jerking. Yeah, it's tear jerking. You know, it's a yeah. Tear-jerking it, film. Like, you
2: feel really bad for him. Especially, well, yeah. uh what's his name that was trying lips. to keep the name. Of, yeah, lips. Yeah. So yeah, I was trying to keep the the band <laughs> alive for. 20 years yeah with no support
1: yeah i mean they were they were literally and the movie does go through in a in a documentary type of style some of the failures that happen with those guys trying to get trying to do a tour trying to do these things and also trying to have a family and have jobs cuz this is 20 something years after they started the band mm-hmm. you know life goes on mm-hmm. but you still want to rock and roll and there's a lot of really yeah. great there's some really hilarious things that goes on much like in Spinal <sighs> Tap some really and I mean, some of that footage was real. Like there was this, there was a, the one scene where they were playing in Czechoslovakia, and they, they the guy wasn't gonna pay him. Yeah, he was trying. He was just gonna try to give him something to eat, <laughs> and they got fucking. Pissed. I mean, that was that Wouldn't was a, very much a real situation where they got into a fight with the with the with the promoter. I went to uh,
2: Czechoslovakia, and all I got was this borscht. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> but I, you know, that's the line <clears throat> blurs a little bit with that movie, mm-hmm. but it does the the needle will still fall over more towards a produced type of story mm-hmm. mockumentary yeah. type film. Those three films to me really are all mockumentaries. Oh yeah, they're yeah. stories. Um, yeah, and and if you haven't seen Anvil, we got to actually. When that movie came out, we all saw it and pissed ourselves laughing. We thought yeah. it was great. And they actually came through and did a tour where we got the – me and Amber got the VIP package. So we got to meet the band, which was great because I, oh, you know, I, I got all my old Anvil shit I brought with me for them to sign and stuff like that. Oh. All my old Anvil cassettes and stuff that I had from my childhood. <laughs> and they we – got, we got like a – well, the, the thing with them was they always wore the fanny packs – that was like the thing that Lips would always wear this dumb fanny pack. So they actually made Anvil fanny packs. We all got one of those. Oh and my god! We got all this goofy stuff. We got a copy of the movie for them to, that they all signed, and so they we get they we got to watch the movie. At With the show is at the Crowfoot in Pontiac. Got to watch the movie, and then. They came out and played for us.
3: Oh, that's <laughs>
1: so It was amazing. a riot. And they still that's tour. Cool. They're still playing. The so real tr- yeah. surreal, though. Yeah. yeah. They're doing really well. That movie really jump-started their career, and they're doing pretty well as a band now. So good for those guys. Nice. Um, really fun movie. If you haven't seen Anvil, The History of Anvil, it's a fucking kick-ass movie. It's a riot, dude. Check it out.
3: Well, cool. I'm going to throw this one out there because this is probably my favorite, and it's up on the screen. The Commitments mm. is... Even though the music is kind of soul and R&B, yeah. it's a rock and roll movie.
2: What do you think rock and roll is? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh,
3: I saw this in the theater when it first came out. I think it was like 92, mm-hmm. 93, uh, somewhere like around there. Yeah. yeah. And I just remember being blown away because you're watching these people on screen, for the most part, actually playing their instruments. Mm-hmm. And that singer, like we were discussing before the show... Dude looks like he's in his 50s and he's like 16 and he has the soul of, you know, a black man in his early 70s. Yeah.
2: He was the sound engineer's son. Yeah. That's how he got discovered as a stand in until they could find the actual person that was going to play the part. Yeah. And he was so fucking good that the director's like, fuck it, you're in.
3: He's like, he was a young Joe Cocker. Oh, yeah. You know, he had that raspy, throaty voice. He could just punch through the mix. And just the whole movie, the whole story of them trying to break out and get big, and everywhere they went, you know, drummer quits, you know all this crazy shit happens. It's like the things when you're in an actual band, these are the things that happen. We have to figure out a vehicle. We have to figure out a mode of transportation to get from point A to point B. And that was one of their problems. You know, shitty ass little van and they're cramming that whole 12-piece band in there. Um, Them taking the photos like out and just like the shit. I was like, dude, like that's the way all this stuff goes when you're actually in a band. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. And honestly, a lot of the music that's in that movie, Mustang Sally, stuff like that, I had never really heard before. Oh, so you know, because I was in my late teens, so this was my introduction to a lot of that. 60s I grew up soul. on a lot of that stuff. Okay, and
2: so for for me, it was like, oh, whoa. Yes, yeah, you. My parents, it was always like version. Fleetwood
3: Mac, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. So and uh, Hall and Oates, shit like that. So this was my introduction to soul music and R and B. And I remember I went but went out and bought the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Like both the very versions. next day. Both it was ver- both, Yeah. Both of them. Well, and then after that, they toured yeah. as the commitments for years and years and years. And then he bailed. He wasn't singing with them anymore. Yeah. Andrew but, Strong. Yeah. But then they ended up having somebody else sing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it was just up until five or six years again they were still doing a commitment to review. Lineup. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. I, I have
2: a great side story about this movie. Um, when I joined the Navy, this was literally the last movie I saw before I shipped out. Oh, wow. Um, I was dying to see it, ran to the video store, rented a copy of it, and watched it like three times. Like It was a couple days before I had to ship out. Watched it like three times in a row because I loved the movie already. I'd already seen it 10, 15 times by then. And shipped out and totally forgot to return the movie. <laughs> so came home and took it back, and I'm like, I am so sorry, I forgot to bring this movie back. And they're like, Oh my god, this thing's like nine and a half months late, right? And I'm like, Yeah, I've kind of been in the navy. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, do you have your ID? And I showed him like, Okay, we'll waive the fees. Oh, that's oh, cool. That's cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, no, that was that movie was the movie that I I shipped out to,
3: and it holds up. Like you can oh. watch this movie tomorrow and it's still the exact same as when you watched it before it's timeless it's it yeah
2: and it's so, not and, and i mean it's obviously set in the 80s yeah obviously with all the references they're making musically
3: making fun of you two, you two, sinead yeah, yeah
2: um boy george the smiths the smiths the, oh, totally that i totally forgot about that, that yeah that, that morrissey dude that comes up yeah yeah
3: because he sings the boy with a thorn in his side I'm he pretty does sure he does damn <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs> All right, Chris Jordan, it's on you. Okay. Uh, so when I was thinking about this topic, I was sort of like, I kept kind of going off in two directions where there's like movies like The Commitments that are just sort of like about about music, and then there's movies that are like not really biopics, but about actual musicians and actual bands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of those, my two favorite ones that I thought of right away were Sid and Nancy and 24-Hour Party People. Mm. Oh, uh, nice the, yeah and like they both those really go together in my mind because they both really kind of like mythologize the music and the people a little bit and like definitely take liberties with what really happened and do some kind of really stylized fantastical things but in a way that really like gets at the sort of like emotional truths of these characters mm-hmm. and this music and like the way that Sid and Nancy just goes to just such a heartbreakingly dark Place with those characters, yeah. and like gets into that like really like dreamy, ethereal Roger Deakins cinematography,
2: and then and you throw in the horrible cameo by uh, Courtney Love, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, that's that's a, like I I hadn't seen that in years, and I rewatched it just you know the other day, and I forgot just what a fucking emotional punch in the gut that oh movie it, is. It, it is it is I haven't seen it's it. I don't think I've
2: seen that since. Two thousand one, yeah. I think it's been about that long since I've seen it. I need to go back. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. really
3: good. I uh, yeah. I bought the Criterion mm. when it came out like a year or two ago. Yeah, and watched it because I hadn't seen it since the nineties, mm-hmm. and I forgot. Like I was like, oh, this can be sweet. Blah 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 blah. And then I'm like, oh, oh my god, god, I just want to yeah. kill myself. It's so sad. Oh, yeah.
4: And and the. What's interesting about that one is that it does the music stuff really well at the beginning and like kind of captures like the vibe of the punk scene and the mm-hmm. Sex Pistols and stuff like well, if not necessarily accurately, because I know Johnny Rotten was kind of Johnny interested. Rotten yeah. bitches about everything. Well, Who oh, yeah. cares? What yeah. He says but it then anymore. as the like as the the line the essay and the liner notes on that Criterion release kind of point out how like. The movie really does like shift down this like really stylized kind of emotionally subjective path as oh, yeah. it goes on, and just like goes off into like their mental state, and that's when like rewatching it with that in mind, I notice like how much the cinematography gets really stylized and really it's cool, really personal like... feeling. Oh, it's, yeah, it's
2: grimy really as fuck, as fuck it too. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so that movie is so fucking heavy. Oh yeah, it so is so heavy, really heavy.
3: Like I remember the last time I watched it when. Sid and Nancy are in the hotel in New York, and they're basically just bums at this point. They have nothing yeah. going on. They keep giving Sid offers, and you know he blows money on heroin. Yeah, it, oh it
2: yeah, he blew it just, everything on heroin. Yeah, yeah. it's just like,
3: oh, I'm gonna yeah. sell my base for heroin, dude. Like that whole thing. It's so like you said, stylized, but yeah. it's real, and you kind of get into that mindset. I, of, I've fuck. actually
2: watched that decline of people I've known, and it's it's heartbreaking, and you can't do anything. Like you can try, but it yeah, it never fucking works. Yeah, um, yeah, great choice. Yeah, so,
4: but oh.
3: twenty-four hour party yeah. people.
4: Twenty-four. That's kind of the total opposite. Where it's also stylized, but it's just really like infectiously fun. And that's mm-hmm. have, have you guys? seen I don't that think one? I've seen. It. I haven't seen that one. Ooh, so
3: you, you guys have to see it. Yeah.
4: So it is about the about rise the and fall. Uh, partly it's about uh, factory records and the guys who started it and just that core group kind of taking it through the end of punk when like they started mm-hmm. the label with Joy Division. Mm-hmm. Okay. Up through Happy Mondays. Yeah, the Happy Mondays. So yeah it's oh like God. sort of three I acts. So it's basically Mondays. like Joy Division, New Order, bands. and Happy Mondays. Oh, so good. Yeah. And it's done it's done like it's a documentary where Steve Coogan plays uh Tony Wilson, yes. who founded that label, and he like, he, like, breaks the fourth wall and, like, narrates the story to the camera the whole movie. It's really good. And it also, like, it It sort, it sort does this really cool thing where it's sort of, like, the style of it shifts as it goes on. Where, like, it feels like it's shot in the style of the time that it's about. Where, like, the beginning with Joy Division is, like, really kind of, like... Down and dirty, handheld, doc style, all mm-hmm. like 70s muted colors, and then it just gets psychedelic and weird when it's yeah. all like the rave scene and the Happy Mondays, hmm. and it's it's so much fun. It's so good.
3: You don't have to like this music either to watch this movie. Yeah. It will like <laughs> introduce you to it, which is pretty cool, because Happy yeah. Mondays were fucking crazy, dude. They were good. Yeah.
2: yeah. They are so good. Trevor man, what about man, you? And you guys have left me like just flabbergasted like i'm (laughs) now i'm like stuck trying to figure out like between three different movies which ones i want to pick doesn't matter um man i'm gonna have to go uh cbgb yeah oh man oh that movie was amazing alan rickman in that movie was so spectacular and all the side characters i mean watching that whole scene Form, well, was it's one of the most.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's one of the most iconic music scenes. Uh, oh, of
3: ever, ever, yeah. ever.
2: I mean, name the bands that that yeah. started there.
3: It Was
1: like Blondie,
2: Blondie, um, Talking Heads, Talking Heads, yeah. Um, oh, the that's Ramones, right, I the Ramones. Mm-hmm. Um, the New York uh, hardcore so, scene. I mean, the whole, you got, yeah, the, all the
1: hard guy shit. Sonic
2: Youth, yeah, yeah. I mean. So much of our childhood started in one place. Yeah. I mean, yeah,
1: when we were younger, I mean, that was a rite of passage for bands, any band. Like you know, was to get a gig at was CBGB. to play at CB. Like yeah. a lot of my friends from here that played, you know, in bands back in the day, that they, they want they wanted to play at CBGB's just to say you know get the t- get their T shirt. Yeah, and mm-hmm. say they played at CBGB's. It was that iconic of a club. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and the movie covers it
2: so interestingly. It's it it feels very tender and sweet. Like it's this kind of love story to him. Yeah. And his creation. And watching him the, the lengths he went to pe went for people.
3: Yeah, cuz he, he like sacrificed basically his whole livelihood too. Oh, for that everything.
2: Bar. Yep. For everything and for that one band. I can't remember the name of him now. Um but he he yeah, he he, he signed a, a punk band and was their manager and they just screwed up Everything that they touched, but they were great. You know, it, yeah. it, it, it's such a such a, a wonderful movie. So that and Purple Rain.
3: Oh God! Oh yeah. Nice. Yes.
2: I mean, you got to go with Purple, Purple Rain. Rain. Purple I mean, it, Rain. the music alone makes the movie worth it. Yeah. And then the terrible acting of Apollonia <laughs> just takes it to the next level. Yeah. <laughs>
3: There wasn't really much good acting in that movie across the board. Morris the
2: m- Day, man.
3: Yeah, he's like the best yeah. of the entire
2: movie. And Clarence Williams III was great in it, That's too. true. But a- as Drunk Dad.
3: Prince's acting was not that good. That mm. movie,
2: no, Prince was just playing Prince. Yeah. But, man, the music. Yeah. I-, I mean, there's a reason it's one of the best-selling soundtracks in the history oh, yeah. of soundtracks. You know?
1: hmm
3: Went from hit to hit to hit to hit to hit.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, speaking of the Ramones, mm. Rock and oh. Roll High School. Oh, of oh yeah. yeah. It's probably top on my list here. Easily one of my yeah, that's
2: what. Yeah, I just rewatched it for the, probably the 50th Dude. time like a week ago.
1: I mean, any Ramones fan. If you're a Ramones fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's the Ramones being the Ramones. which oh, was, yeah. Which made it... Because, yeah, they're not actors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, they are really Oh, come actors. on. Dee Dee <laughs> was so
2: believable in... <laughs>
1: They were they were fucking hilarious, dude. The <laughs> oh, whole they were. like the whole pizza scene, and they're trying to feed him like fucking Brussels or what the yeah. hell uh, sprouts, bean sprouts, bean sprout. Here, eat yeah. this; it'll make you eat better. The- you know, I mean, just there's so much. You know, <laughs> there's PJ so many, Sellers. There's so many
2: vitamin. Oh, PJ Souls in that. Was it Souls? PJ, PJ Souls. PJ, I
1: know a PJ Seller. Sorry, PJ Souls. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's fantastic in the flick. I mean oh, as yeah. good as she can be. It's a campy fucking rock and roll movie. Uh, about you know, about overcoming friggin' the man and yeah. and, yep. and and uh, my brain's not and working the, the principal and that's Authority. Miserable. Overcoming authority and Oh yeah, and principal
2: Hogarth. Yeah. Is that oh, is that,
4: that's Mary Warnoff, right? Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's
4: also, yeah, it's got that weird, like, 80s Mary Warnoff, Paul, Paul Bartels. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. It's got everybody out of yeah. every
2: weird movie from the late 70s shows up in this movie in oh, the yeah. early 80s.
1: But it's a riot. Oh, it's so much fun. It's a full-scale riot, like, party. Literally you at know, the end. It's a, it, it is. It's just a party to watch. And if you're a Ramones fan, you know, it's the, music, live is, three the times. music is fantastic. Shit. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, so there's not much else to be said about that. It's just an awesome flick, man. Oh it's yeah, a, yeah. A, I mean, rock and roll high school. It's about you know it's the story with the Ramones in it. Yeah, man. PJ Soul's second
2: best movie. Yeah,
1: what was her yeah. so what was her first one Halloween. Halloween. Oh yeah, duh. Yeah. <laughs> she, was, she was also she was also um, she had a cameo in, uh, oh my God, The Devil's Rejects.
2: She did. Mm-hmm. She was she in did. the very beginning. And yeah. her and Linnea Quigley, yeah, are actually really good friends.
1: Oh no, well, I mean, oh, cool. we can hook up with her too. Yeah, long story. That'd be nice. This is our second week. This is our second day working together <laughs> in, in a truck. row. Yeah, We <laughs> did a show last night. Some, on the other show. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can't touch rock and roll high school. In no, opinion. It's no, just shit. No, yeah. it's just
2: it's so spectacular. Chris,
1: Chris, why are you staring uh, at your stupid phone? Because I'm looking. You better
3: something be playing up. a game. So, anyways, I better be playing a game. No, not, not, not one of my. He's looking favorite. at porn. It's fine. I'm at porn. It's fine. What pono. Am I? pono. One of my favorite <laughs> rock and roll movies is about one of the best bands of all time. What's that, Chris? The Oneaters. Oh, yes. <laughs> that Thing You Do.
4: Yeah, that's a, oh, oh, that's, yeah, that's that. a really that good Hanks, movie, actually. That Tom Hanks
2: yeah. one, right? Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, Remember? I saw like
2: 20 minutes of that
3: one. Yeah, beginning of the movie, their name is The Wonders, <laughs> O-N-E-D-E-R-S, and every time they <laughs> get announced on stage, it's The Oneaters. <laughs> yeah. So they finally change their name to The Wonders. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. That's a, that, <laughs> really it's yeah. A, a really good movie. It's a great
2: movie. I, like I said, I've only seen, like, half of it. Yeah. But yeah. it's because I came in in the middle, and I was, like, watching it for 20 minutes. I'm like, shit, I really want to watch the rest of
3: this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's just another one of those movies that kind of starts to follow the band from their humble beginnings, and then they get mm-hmm. huge, and then they break up, and blah, 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 blah. But, uh, like, Jonathan Shake, the guy is barely in anything ever now. But yeah. But he was, like, really good in that movie. Um, Tom Hanks, phenomenal in that movie.
2: What? Is he doing anything these days? <laughs> Tom Hanks? It's a joke. Well, it's a joke because um, he's in everything. Yeah, every I, know, year and, I know.
3: Just yeah. don't let him near any planes, boats, <laughs> islands, houses. <laughs> houses. Yeah. sending <laughs> <But expecting> no. <laughs> him to rescue Matt Damon. Yes. Go poorly. <laughs> 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 no, that thing you do, it's just, it's really good. There's a lot of good dramatic elements to it, there's a lot of comedy in it just a good yeah. movie it's a good hearted movie it is you know
2: yeah and the, now tom hanks
4: directed it didn't he he directed it uh the ch- like the beginning of the movie the like cheesy like really bad early 50s song that plays over the opening sequence yeah. that like the like rock and roll has to come and vanquish he wrote that as like a joke song to put at the beginning of the movie i yeah. could see that i could see that but yeah and the the rest of that cast too is what that's like
2: I can't even remember who's the, in it now. Uh, I think
4: aren't, aren't Steve Zahn and Giovanni Ribisi yeah, yeah. both members of the band yeah 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 and fuck what's his name who's the, I can picture the main him dark character. hair uh the guy who kind of looks like young Tom Hanks uh, not
2: Colin it's not Colin but Tom
3: Everett
2: Tom, Tom Everett, Everett
3: Scott yeah 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 he's phenomenal yeah he's he really
2: oh good. he I even liked him in uh, what was that werewolf American werewolf in, in Paris. Paris yeah yeah.
3: Yeah, he's always good. But, yeah, that thing you do, that's just one of those that I always fall back on. It's an easy watch. It you is. You know, you don't have to think too much. You can just sit back, not have to process anything, and enjoy it. So, Chris, that's my next yeah. one. Uh, other Chris.
4: other
2: Chris.
4: Yeah, other Chris. <laughs> um, so, one that uh, is kind of in between some of the things we've been talking about, that's sort of inspired by real-life stuff, but is a fictional one, is uh, Almost Famous.
1: I never saw that either.
4: You never oh, saw Almost that Famous? That was a good movie. Oh, that's a really good it's movie. Have you
3: ever seen really... Almost Famous? No. It's it so and good. Rockstar.
4: Maybe are, I saw it. Are, oh. are
2: very similar to me.
4: Yeah, I never never saw Rockstar.
2: Mark Wahlberg is surprisingly good in it. Huh. As the guy that just wants his band to
3: make it.
1: What about Almost huh. Famous, though? Almost Famous. Uh, Almost oh. Famous is. Cameron Crowe. Uh, yeah,
2: it's
4: Cameron Crowe's big movie. Uh.
3: Kate Hudson, yeah, Patrick Fugit, Billy Crudup, yeah, Billy Philip Crudup. Seymour Hoffman, Zoe Deschanel, Francis McDormand, Jason Lee. Yeah, dude, it's like yeah. Yeah. stacked. It stacked. is not.
2: really good. Well, now you know that it's Anna Paquin, Jimmy Cameron. Fallon, Yeah, yeah about... Balk,
3: Noah Taylor. I mean, Mark Hoslick. dude. Like, there's. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's it's so cool because it is the story of Cameron Crowe and his first job writing for Rolling Stone. Yeah. Yes, and, and the... then during the course of that is when he wrote. Um, Fast Times at Fast Ridge Times of Ridgemont high.
4: high. Yeah, yeah, uh, all right, yeah. It's a really good movie, and yeah, and the the band in it is sort of like inspired by the Eagles and some of the weird egomaniacal shit that they did was actually like the like the singer like standing all like high on the roof screaming. They're like, I'm a golden god to the sky. Yeah. Is like that's a real Eagles story. Oh, I'm, I'm sure like, it was yeah. Glenn yeah. Frey too. Oh, it, it <laughs> was. It was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just. It just captures that zeitgeist so well, and is it, also just a great coming of age movie. It is
2: such a good movie. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, it really is like one of four or five great coming of age uh, se- in the '70s movies. Yeah. It
3: oh so, so yeah, so spectacular. Yeah. I remember we saw this one, and like my wife typically doesn't like movies about rock and roll, but mm-hmm. like this is one of her now like top five. Oh, yeah. Of all time, yeah it's, so it's that good yeah it's
4: yeah. it's a hard movie to not like it's one of those movies that like if you watch almost famous and you come away just like man whatever yeah. I yeah it says something about you
2: <laughs> Trevor I'm gonna go a little bit more uh psychedelic on you guys right. Oh, yeah okay the who's Tommy thank you Ooh, oh yes yeah. right. I was waiting for that one yeah, yeah. Tommy awesome. oh this, everything about that movie was so amazing. And what blows my mind still to this day is that the performances out of the movie are better than the ones on the record. All of them. Uh, Tina Turner singing Acid Queen. Yeah,
3: yeah. Oh,
2: Elton John on Pinball Wizard. Um, uh, Eric Clapton. I mean, like... They're, yeah. There was no, no bad music in the entire thing. And it was beautifully shot, if not at all comprehensible. Right. Comprehensible. Yeah. But, was, yeah. Ken Russell. Was it Ken Russell? Yeah, yeah. Ken yeah. Russell directed oh, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that one is one of those ones I watch like every two or three months and just kind of zone out for a few hours. And, Soak it up. Yeah. 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 It's... Spectacular! Nobody else has anything to say about it. Come on,
3: no. it's great. I love the Who.
2: <laughs> I loved it.
3: I've seen the Who a couple times live. Yeah. Oh, so. that's not that's not yeah. even fair. Yeah,
4: See, I've I've never Talk I've never you. seen all of Tommy. That's one like I've seen bits and pieces, mm-hmm. and I've always meant to. I have it on DVD, and it's just.
1: I yeah. <laughs> the one image that sticks in my mind from that film is when his father gets stabbed. Oh, yeah. When they kill his father. Mm -hmm. That really bummed me out. That scene. And that's how he
3: became Batman.
1: (laughs) And the mom (laughs) bathing
2: in baked beans. Yeah. That scene. It's always like, what the hell? Like, yeah. First of all, why would Anne Margaret go, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, like. She was kind of a star at the time. Yeah. (laughs) Ken fucking Russell, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I guess that's all you really have to say, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Ken thought it would be cool. All right, we'll do it. <laughs> uh,
4: I mean, he's he's made bigger stars do worse things, probably. Yes.
1: yes. Yeah. That, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, that doesn't take much, though. Like I said, she's kind of a star. Yeah.
1: I got an obscure one here, I think. Well, it's maybe kind of obscure. I don't know if you guys have seen it, though. It's a film called Light of Day. No. It, had, seen Joan, it. it had Joan Jett and oh, Michael yeah. J. Fox. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love this movie. I learned to really appreciate it now that I'm older because I've played in a band. I've been playing in bands for the last 25 years, like on a local scale, never really became big or anything like that, like a lot of people. And that's what this movie's kind of about is, you know, Joan Jett and Michael J. Fox are brother and sister and they both jam. They play in, they played in a band together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there was like this town thing they had the the, the I've club i've never even heard of it it's really cool oh yeah, dude it's a great it's when a it great came out flick. this
3: movie was actually really big yeah hmm. yeah it, it, when it, did it come out uh, it was like 80 uh, 80 it was after three. the whole back to the future thing um, Oh, no, really after that yeah yeah look it up I'll, i'm letting y'all let you know i usually once. put dates on my list like i'm
2: now i'm really trying to figure out how i missed this cuz that's like my wheelhouse
1: years.
3: 1987. 87. Oh, mm. the fuck was I at. Okay. And this one was pretty crazy too because it's like Michael J. Fox, Jenna Rollins, Joan Jett. Yeah. Uh Michael McKean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cuz he was her manager. Yeah. You remember? Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to this Michael J.
2: Fox was her manager. Was my guess when you were saying who was. No, he
1: it. was they were brother and they were playing brother and sister, Joan Jet and Michael J. Fox. Okay. Well, What's it called? You know, it's called Light of Day. I you know, and this. there's just, a, it's, it's really about it. the struggle of, you know, where you're, you're from a small town and really you're you're just a bar band. Uh, there's one, like I said, there was the one bar in town that all the bands Cleveland. played at. Yeah, Cleveland. And, and, you know, Joan Jett kind of veers off into a different direction and she kind of gets into a bigger band, you know. And it's just this really great. And you just—it sounds cool. You see really cool things like how it's really good. Little well, things like huh. how do you write a song, you know, like you know, and you see these little snippets here and there. It's a fun. It's a really cool flick. It's a heavy flick, you know. It's it's a, it's kind of a soul crusher to a certain degree, but huh. it's a it's a it's an older flick. It's one that not a lot of people bring up nowadays. I think it's, but I I love that movie. Yeah, uh, it
3: was a know, really good movie. great flick, man. You know, Joan Jet was, was
1: and Joan Jet was awesome. Yeah, great actor. Yeah. No, Ooh. really.
3: And it was cool seeing Michael J. Fox playing guitar, yeah. too. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. he's actually a really good guitar I mean, player. Yeah, that's
2: what I – well, he, he, he used to be. Yeah. Um, oh. oh.
4: What a tick. So Sorry. the reason why when you, guys, tick when you guys mentioned what that was, I knew what it was right away, even though I've not seen it, is strange trivia about that one. There's like a bar band playing in, a, in the background in one of those scenes. The front man in the band is Trent Reznor. Oh, wow, no like, shit. Yeah, two years before he was Nine Inch Nails, he was How just weird. an extra in this movie. When well, that, he that's like Ice-T being
2: in Crush Groove. Yeah. <laughs> super <laughs> random trivia. Or no, not yeah,
1: Crush Groove. He was in Breakin'. Trivia. Sorry, breakin'. Break it's, Ice-T was in Breaking. Yeah, uh, he, yeah, he's yeah. the MC for... Oh, yeah, stuff. you're right! Yeah. Uh, Jean-Claude <laughs> Van Damme is also in
4: Breaking. Yes, he <laughs> yes, is. Yes, he is. Yeah. For
2: like he's, two seconds. He's one of the dancers on the beach. Yeah, he's one of the...
1: He's yeah. got the moves. Oh, yeah. Sometimes
4: We should just do a podcast that's just about Breaking. Yeah, we should we just could. do a podcast about Van Damme. <laughs> fucking movie. <Yeah. laughs> a fucked
1: movie, dude. I love that
2: fucking breaking? movie. Breaking? Love it. So just for hysterical. turbo dancing in front of. And all the, the, the weirdness that that
1: movie spawned. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's oh, dude. I, in local, Holy
2: I was in the local newspaper after that movie came out. <laughs> Because I was that white kid that joined a breakdancing class. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> wait,
3: wait, wait. You're white? Ish. Okay. <laughs> I've been confused this whole time.
4: Also, at the end of The Last Jedi, the kid force lifting the broom just yeah. makes me think of breaking and oh, crack yeah. up every, time. every fucking time. Every time. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's boogaloo shrimp in space. <laughs> Turbo. Turbo and ozone. Turbo Okay. It was
1: turbo. Yeah, yeah, His light of day. It was it was a good flick. Yeah. Okay. So Chris. I'm going to go a little more epic
3: in scope now. Oliver Stone's The Doors. Oh, you
1: did. Yeah, that had to be mentioned. That was Dude. my next one. <laughs> you know, a, movie, maybe. A, a, oh. a, masterpiece. a lot of
3: people actually don't like this movie. A lot of people say he, you know, he kind of did the Oliver Stone thing with it, kind of, you know put a little a, too much in there. it a little
4: yeah. and made a little a bit JFK worse than it was supposed to be. Yeah.
3: But
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that plot line. <laughs> there were
3: three shooters that shot Jim Morrison. Uh, <laughs> shot him. They shot him up. That's what it was.
2: Uh, yeah, There was
3: no heroin in the you guys are fucking terrible. Oh, there was no
2: heroin in the system.
3: I remember I saw the doors at Lakeside Mall Theater when it first came out. And was totally fucking blown away by this movie. Just the lighting he uses, like when Jim is meeting Pam for the first time. Oh yeah. And they've just got that really soft light on, you yep. know. And there's that scene where they're playing Love Street. Oh and yeah. He's like walking up to the house and I'm just like, oh God, dude. It just it just captures that whole California in the sixties, you know. Hmm. free love era. Now what's really,
2: what's really interesting. I saw it with my mom and my aunt. Yeah. And my mom was a massive doors fan. Like she followed them around. She saw them in concert a few times, had the biggest crush ever on, on Jim Morrison. And she spent half the movie crying because she was a Southern, she was a Southern California girl in the sixties with all that shit happening. And she's like, oh, my God, this is just way too accurate, like, for what it felt like being there, uh, you yeah. know? And she was like, this is just kind of upsetting, you know?
3: It, it's always of interest to me because Jim was not really a singer when he joined the band. He was... He never was. He, he, was, a he was a poet. Yeah, he was a poet, and he was uh, an independent art film yeah. director. Yeah. That's how the movie opens. That's how the that movie, that movie opens up. Is that yeah. Shit yeah. with Oliver Stone, his Stone shit. as his director uh, yeah. as his teacher. His,
1: yeah. yeah. And he just like I remember that that's one of the uh, most iconic, he just looks at the classes I quit. I quit? Yeah. I quit. Yeah. And he just walks out like fuck. Ah, that's heavy. It, it this movie couldn't have been bigger when it came out. This was like oh. the summer this movie came out, it was fucking This is all insane. we were talking about. It was the hugest movie, man.
2: And it was so funny to me because up until that movie I was massively into hip hop massively. Like that's what I mainly listened to. And then that came out and it caused this like fundamental shift in my taste. And I started exploring everything blues, all of it from that point on. Well, artistically
1: speaking, I mean, the Doors were a band that broke down a lot of barriers. Oh, yeah. They were one of the first bands, I think, that really... I mean, you had a lot of prog bands at the time, like, yes. King yeah. Crimson, of course, too. Mm-hmm. Very proggy, very experimental-type bands uh, where the Doors did, you know... Did it first. They did blues. They did all kind. Of, they were they were very polarizing in their in their approach to writing oh, yeah. songs. Well, That's what made them who they were, I think. Right. And,
2: and there's nothing cooler than a lead guitarist who never touched an electric guitar until you joined the band. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was a flamenco guitarist. Yeah.
3: Um, what was funny for me was I was really into the cult before I saw the doors. I had been listening to the cult Electric in Love. Oh, man. Like for two <laughs> years record. straight. Okay. Yeah. And it was funny because then when I saw the doors, I'm like, wait a second. Like, dude, you're Ian. Where'd you get this shit from? This is all. Jim Morrison. Oh got you. Yeah. Huh. Oh yeah. the Cult the Cult
2: is Yeah.
3: Yeah and doors I mean obviously 2.0. he went on to sing with the Doors later on and kind of became yeah. Jim, Jim Morrison for a while. They're a yeah.
1: harder Doors. They I mean, they were always they were more yeah. driving hard rock band but but, very, but they were
2: but they were the next evolution of where I think the Doors might have gone with But, but like songs yeah. about doing.
3: fire and eagles and dragons and snakes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. The Doors. That is definitely in that like top ten of mm-hmm. rock and roll movies of all time. Well, oh, yeah. the
2: scope of it's just it's it's Pers- my personal. It's probably number one.
3: Yeah, probably. yeah. It's one. It's close for me. It's really close for me. All right, Chris. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't make me work too hard. No, <laughs> well, as long as long Please as we're just list. like
4: bouncing all over. Because like I'm trying to think of something that sort of logically follows from yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm, I can't. So uh, the, you can't. Well, or the, it's not the movie that's coming to mind. So yeah. uh, just as long as we're just bouncing all over the place. Another one that I really like that's sort of about about rock and whatnot is uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Oh. For oh, totally different. Yeah, as like an actual rock opera musical. Mm-hmm. And like, there's so much going on in that movie, and so many thematic threads, <laughs> like all the stuff about identity and gender and love and sexuality, but then also, like, a huge threat is just, like, the really, I think, realistic, like, you know, just, like, damn it, like, she wants to be a musician, like, she's just, like, trying to make it, and, like, this broke-ass band trying to tour, and the whole plot thread of her ex having stolen her songs and gotten huge and... She's, like, just doing, like, a sort of petty revenge mm-hmm. tour, playing, like, the shithole bar next to the huge stadium.
2: And, <laughs> and yeah, and just, like... It's such a uh, great story. It's such a great and story. And the music it's so, is the music surprisingly amazing. good. Amazing, yeah. I, I, I actually saw it before it ever went to Broadway. Oh, shit. They, they, it was playing in Chicago for oh, ten years before it ever became a thing. Ooh, and wow. it was just this little underground play that they had on in Boys Town. And one of my friends was like, we got to go see it. Oh, and I awesome. was like, he's like, it's a drag queen as the star. And he was a drag queen. And I was like, all right, we're going. So did you see it like when John Cameron Mitchell was, mm-hmm. was Hedwig? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. I, amazing. I got to. And it happened to be two doors down from the porn shop I worked in. <laughs> I, ironically. Really? How convenient. Yes. Yes.
4: Huh. Yes, I, I did. I got to see it, it when slowed it all down a little back. bit. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, sorry, Trevor Chris, worked go ahead. in a
1: porn shop? Go ahead, Chris. Uh,
4: I mean, I worked in a video store that also had porn, but not a dedicated porn shop. Oh, Me this too. was
2: the pleasure chest.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Chris, what
1: are you saying?
4: Um, no, I was just going to say that I, I, I did get to see it when it came back on Broadway with, uh, yeah. with, mm-hmm. with NPH. So oh, I, I to, wanted to see that. I it wanted was, to see that
2: because I love him.
4: Oh yeah, he was really, really good. But yeah, just everything about that show mm-hmm. and that film too is the costume perfect. Like, yeah, the costumes so cool. and yeah, just like all the different facets mm-hmm. of that story are so perfect as like a movie about the artistic process and about mm-hmm. love and sexuality and revenge and, like, and yeah, like just <laughs> every yeah damn, it's so good. Oh yeah, yeah, and the the music is amazing too. It is. That is it is. I for sure listen to that soundtrack more than I listen to the soundtrack of any other rock opera or musical, I would say. Cool.
2: Uh, I, I can't go that far, but yeah, that's right. good. Trip. I am going to go obscure, all right. psychedelic, and weird. Okay. I'm not going with the one that I was, suggest- was going to pick off yours. Okay. I'm going weirder. I'm going 200 motels. I've never Damn, even heard of this. Seen that shit? I because, oh.
4: because I worked at Thomas Video. This video st- I know about that. We had it on VHS. Oh. I've never seen it.
2: It so is tell. bizarre. It's I can't remember who directed it. It's basically Frank Frank Zappa in the Mother's Free Expression movie, and none of the story makes sense. Nothing about it is logical, reasonable, intelligent nothing but the music Mm. is so good and it's the early 70s version of the mothers so it has a totally different vibe than any of the other frank zappa stuff and it's just it it's hypnotic and weird and i I fucking love it it was actually
3: directed by zappa and tony palmer
2: that makes sense yeah nobody's in it just the band I think there's a couple cameos of of other people.
3: I love Zappa, Mm -hmm. so I need to find this movie and watch
2: it. Uh, They just re-released it on Blu-ray last year. Wow. And it's, yeah. Fucking Um, genius. And now what's really funny, the reason why that movie had escaped me. And then I I happened to glance over at Scott's list, and he had the monkey's head on there. And Frank Zappa is in the movie, is mm-hmm. in Monkey's Head. And a little trivia for you, So because nobody knows this one. The, there's only one reason they called the movie Head.
1: I heard about this before. I've heard too. this too.
2: For the sequel. Good story. Because they were planning on making a sequel to the movie, and all they wanted <laughs> to be able to do was put on the poster from the people who gave you Head. Yeah. yeah that yeah. was why the monkeys wanted to do it.
1: Oh,
3: my God. Yep. yep. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh yeah,
3: subversive and, get and wonderful.
1: <laughs> and we, get, you know, we you can mention the show also, the Monkeys TV show, which you oh, know, yeah. it's not a movie, but it was a really fucking awesome oh. TV show. I it, it got it's me the into three the Monkeys. Stoog, it's three Stooges yeah.
2: meets good music.
1: But it's another it's another example. I mean, that through that TV show, you got to see, you know, it's a it was a comedy, it was a oh, fun yeah. show, but you got to see how a band tried to work and they how you know yeah. how, how they struggled. You know, it was all obviously portrayed that way. But they were, you were seeing how a band, they all had to live together. They were always broke, and they were always trying to get a gig, and they would never get mm-hmm. paid. They were playing battle of the bands all the time, trying to get ahead. There was all these things that happened. And then, and then they, what was really cool about watching that show was that you watched their music evolve.
2: Yeah. And you watched the producers stop being in charge of the music, and you watched it drastically change over the course. Well, they
1: called it the, you know, they there was that group called the, they, there was a name for that, uh, like yeah. the, the Hit Machine, they called they, them. Yeah. Like, they were a group of people that wrote, the majority of the the the, the earlier monkey stuff yeah. was all written by other people. Oh yeah, um, and there, Frank
2: Zappa ended up writing a couple songs yeah. for the monkeys. Yeah,
1: there was huh. the, the doc. The Imagine docu- that. Yeah,
3: yeah, seriously. I mean, it's
2: great. It's
1: great. The documentary oh, yeah. on the monkeys. It's not you know they have some oh, very yeah. interesting documentaries. Uh, Peter Tork, man, he's a fucking aggressive prick.
2: He is, but oh, man, man. He is he talented!
1: Very, extremely talented, but he's telling her so he's like, "Look, you know, if you don't let us write our own music, I'm going to slam your head through that fucking desk." Like, I know. <laughs> was no, it's so
2: funny. Like, like you hear about this shit and you watch the TV show, and he is the funniest, super sweet nice dude. Yeah, yeah. Guy. little yeah. blonde
1: boy. You know. Yeah. Oh, he was a he was he was a tough dude. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> he didn't wow, take any. So and serious. then Mike
2: Nesmith's mom was like the woman who invented Post-it notes or whiteout or uh, one whiteout.
1: Yeah, it was whiteout. Yeah, Mike Nesmith's mom invited. And so, n- but now
2: he's a software developer.
1: Yeah, he, he did. He did. He also, did some movie production too. No, yeah.
4: he he produced Repo Man. Yes, oddly he did. Enough. Yeah,
1: yeah, yes, yeah he yeah. did. So yeah, monkeys yeah, monkeys. yeah, monkeys head was really really bizarre. Another bizarre weirdo. And that yeah, that's why yeah. I kind
2: of mentioned them together is that they're both kind of free-form.
1: And head Art. head was if I'm if I remember this correctly, the last episode of the monkeys TV show was very you know head it was very psychedelic it was very tripped out and so was the last episode of the monkeys like the mm-hmm. last episode they did where they were just like in the town and the tv set yep. it was it was weird man uh but yeah I definitely recommend well, you the could show definitely the see that
2: psychedelics were making their way
3: into the oh, yeah, uh, they were the they were going crew. somewhere else yeah. Um, oh yeah
1: i want to lighten this up a little bit i know i, I where are we at chris we're about oh, we got in. we got yeah we
3: got a half hour still okay
1: cool um Okay, I, I got a couple things here, but I do want to throw down Airheads. <laughs>
2: oh hell yes! Come on, yeah, it's yeah. totally a fucking oh, rock and roll. Movie, love so. that movie. Um, it's just a he fun. He just wiped his ass with the contract.
1: <laughs> I love these guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't seen this movie in a lot of years, but it was a fun. You know, Steve Buscemi's in that. Um, oh, all of them at the top of their game. Yeah, too. yeah. Uh, I mean, totally fun movie. And another, and another example of like you know what i would refer to is like desperation you're trying to be an artist you're trying to make a living and you just do crazy shit out of desperation yeah. like and take then, a
2: radio station hostage yeah right you're going to play I've our i've done music. it before
3: <laughs> somebody should take our podcast hostage that would be amazing and fuck all of us yeah like, really no hard. no i'll
2: pass on the last part but you come take us oh, hostage no actually
1: fuck chris and then we can all watch and laugh at it <laughs> it'd be hilarious it would i've be got dying. my
2: iphone we'll record it it'll uh, we can sell it for for coin
1: but Airheads was a fun. it was just a, it was a fun movie, you know, rock and roll type movie oh, yeah. about a band struggling and you know it ends great. <laughs> and and Michael
2: McKean in that movie yeah. was such a wonderful douchebag. It was just
1: Oh. Yeah. I, I have no complaints about that movie. I yeah. loved it. Fun flick, you know? Nothing too insane. I mean, to, at least to me, it wasn't like... I mean, it's, like, it's a great movie. I enjoy it. I put it on my list. It wasn't like my favorite movie by no, far, as like, like far as the genre is concerned. But, you know, a fun flick for the time.
2: It's also a different genre. It's,
1: it's a comedy. Not,
2: it's a comedy comedy. Yeah. 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 It's,
1: it's a rock it's and a roll. comedy co- first, it's, but it's a... Well, so is the fucking rock and roll high school is more of it. It's a comedy yeah. also. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. I guess that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you I guys ready for this I'll one? Shut the fuck no, up! Uh, no, no, guys, no, 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 no! no, no, no. <laughs> you guys ready?
3: Yeah. Because I'm, am I'm gonna <laughs> drop some serious shit on you oh right God. now. God.
2: Yeah, I, I think if I shit, he means shit. Typical, oh. typical Tuesday. No, I really, year. I got a no. <laughs> 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 Um uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the Cleveland Steamer,
3: 1983's Eddie. And the cruise. Thank you. I had oh, it on my list, too. Yes. He didn't drop shit. I had it on my list, yeah, too. That Michael
2: Paré and that was so great good.
3: Great Yes. It's kind of the Elvis story, you know, gets huge, gets huge, gets, gets huge, or big, 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 and then decides he just wants to disappear from fame. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The movie is dark, dude. Oh, the movie it is. is really, I haven't seen this I, since I was I, a
2: kid. I just went back and watched it like a year ago. I picked it up on on. Blu-ray.
3: Dude, oh. those scenes where the car pulls up on her lawn and the lights are flashing, to this day, I've seen this movie probably a hundred times because it used to be in repeat on, on HBO. HBO. Oh, dude, oh, yeah. That's where okay. I saw it. Yeah, and that's where we all saw time, it. every yeah. time, every time that 57 Chevy or whatever it is, is pulled up on her lawn and the lights start flashing, I get the chills because mm-hmm. I'm like, it's got to be him got to be him.
2: And that's what's so great about the movie is that you still are left at the end mm-hmm. with uh, was it him or wasn't it him? Right. Or right. was it that one guy that wanted to make this new record sell? Yeah.
3: So, uh. young Tom Berenger, this was one of his first movies that he was ever in. I mm-hmm. mean, he looks like a kid in this movie. Oh, he was a kid. Playing uh, piano mm-hmm. in this. And it's just, everything about this movie has like that rock and roll aura yeah. to mm-hmm. it, but I but thought it was.
1: It's dark. It, have it's you, you seen like, this,
3: Chris?
4: I've I've not. Oh, I, exactly. I, ha, I have it. I've been meaning to watch yeah. it. Yeah, you need a
2: while. to watch it. You'll, yeah, probably, this you'll love it. you absolutely love it. I hear it's great. Yeah. It, it, it
3: on so many levels too. Well, it was cool because at the time that this came out, there was nothing else like it. Mm-mm. You know, nothing else. And then, you know, people a lot of people still weren't over. Elvis's death 10 mm-hmm. years prior. Hmm. So, you know, this kind of brought a lot of that back for them. Mm-hmm. Um and then obviously there was Eddie and the, Eddie and the Cruisers 2, in Eddie which lives. Eddie lives, which actually the movie itself flopped financially and critically, but the music in the second movie is actually really good too. Yeah. So, Who wrote the
2: music for it? Do we know?
3: It's John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown band. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. So all the music is very um Bruce ver- Rock. Very Bruce Springsteen yeah. sounding. Very like straight American rock band. But mm-hmm. it's all great. I've got the soundtrack on vinyl. Oh no. Nice. And it's it's phenomenal. Like yeah. it's one of those albums you can listen through from the start to the end. Um side note, I interviewed Michael Paré mm-hmm. last year. Um about a project he had, and we talked about uh, Streets of Fire oh, a little nice. bit, which was really interesting. They tried making Streets of Fire too without having the rights to it, so it got shut down. It's really bad. It's on YouTube. <laughs> um, but we discussed <laughs> the possibility of another Eddie, Eddie and the Cruisers movie. You know, like twenty five yeah. years later, ah. and he was like, "Like that would be amazing," but nobody now would give us the funding to do it. So, Probably. It,
2: yeah. it it really went from HBO constant circulation to bargain bin and yeah. vanished off yeah. the face of the earth.
4: Yeah, and I think that's how I never saw it, because like, I'm younger enough than you guys mm-hmm. that I didn't see it in heavy rotation on HBO, and yeah. then I just didn't fucking hear of it. Yeah. For years, until again working at Thomas Video, yeah. I saw the box on the shelf like, "Oh, what's this?" And then like everybody there was like, "Dude, that movie's amazing." It's it is yeah.
2: amazing, and the music is so good. Yeah, which is great
3: rock. Like yeah. like
2: the Dark Side will always get oh, stuck man. in my head anytime I hear like those first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Anytime insane. I hear that first oh. Oh, that opening piano piece for it, yeah. I'm sold.
3: Epic. So, yeah, to Tom Barringer, see. Michael Paré, Ellen Barkin, yep. and Joe Pantoliano. Yep. And, I mean, like, fucking amazing cast. Yeah. yeah.
2: Joey Pants was great in that.
3: Yeah, and he was the guy that wanted to get the new stuff released. Okay. Remember, he was a scummy one? Yes, yeah. yeah. He was
2: He was the
3: drummer or, some, or whatever. Yeah, something like that. The
2: sound tech or something Something ridiculous.
3: Yep. So, yeah. yeah
2: Eddie and the Cruisers. Oh great flick.
4: Chris. Alright, Chris. Uh, So, one that, you know, when we were talking about Head and 200 Motels, I'm a little surprised that we did not talk about A Hard Day's Night yet.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
4: That's, I mean, unlike Help, which is just sort of its own goofy slapstick stuff, like, Hard Day's Night is really like about them being a rock band and doing the rock band thing and kind of like semi-autobiographical. So, yeah, like that one's... It, It is. Yeah.
1: I'm not the hugest Beatles fan, um, I I've seen I've seen the film and it was it was great. Wrong, and I, it I love, oh yeah. yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I
3: think it's one of those movies that lets you see them different than they are as like on stage. Yeah. It's like them having fun. Yeah. Yes. You know, it,
1: it
2: humanizes them completely. Yeah. Oh, it totally does, and it also and it, like you can see why all these teen girls would get so attached because they're getting this this behind the scenes feel for who these guys are. Yeah. In an era where that didn't exist.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, and in like while it totally does do the like slapsticky '60s comedy thing, it also really does capture that zeitgeist and that mm-hmm. cultural moment. Mm-hmm. And you know, like it's close to home enough that like it really does sort of like capture that moment yeah. Yeah. at a time when there weren't like you know yeah. documentary crews. Yeah, and I think you could also, in a way, sort of credit that movie with sort of like inventing the music video as an idea. Almost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To the point that then, like, you know, when help came along, as much as they started that one, making music videos. Yeah. Yeah. There's like just straight up music videos just dropped like, into I am the egg Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, that's a great one. Yeah. Very, very yeah, good call. Good Thanks call. For that yeah. yeah. Trevor, I mean, that's like. I, a- I'm going to go uh, uh, a little Lou Diamond Phillips on y'all. Oh, yeah. We're going to go La Bomba.
1: Yeah. All right. One, one of my tops. Oh, oh, I
3: watched, oh,
2: I
1: watched the shit out of that,
2: that movie. That movie breaks my fucking heart every time. Oh, yeah, it's, that movie was yeah, a
3: cultural every, phenomenon oh, yeah. when it came out.
2: Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, and and it introduced so many people that had never heard of him to this guy. And we all started caring about his music. Yeah. It was such a weird thing. Because, like, the three of us are basically the same age. Yeah. And for, like, I never heard of frickin' Richie Valens. Yeah. No,
3: we, I hadn't. You know?
2: my
1: parents now nah, I, I can i can say myself uh my parents when i was growing up my parents had piles of 45s oh my dad too, that yeah. i would sit and listen to in front of the console stereo mm-hmm. and richie van they had a pile of richie valence records you know oh, of wow. course la, la, la bamba la bamba you know we had O'Donnell. we had the 45 of that um you know uh run uh, yeah. that's another one too um so I I heard all them great songs. So when the movie came out, I knew the tunes already. Oh, um, that's that's cool. I was I was lucky enough just to be exposed to that before we mm-hmm. saw the movie. It did obviously open up a, a whole new audience oh, to yeah. his music. Uh and you know enter the sad story. Well, yeah, you know, it start it, he you know, they come from a rough time and mm-hmm. um you know, the movie just it's one of the most I would say as far as telling a story about a biographical, you know, type mm-hmm. of story movie like this, it's very concise. I mean, you really kind of get the story of you know from beginning to end, uh, oh, yeah. you know, of of his rise to fame and and, and his struggles family wise too with his brother, yeah, uh, you know, and just the jealousy and him tr- and his brother Isai trying. To,
2: Morales was so yeah, fucking a in that movie, and he tried, you know, his oh. brother
1: trying to like come into his own also, mm-hmm. but you know, just never really getting there. Uh, he was as talented as his, as, as Richie was. Mm-hmm. Yes, he really was. Yeah, but he just you know didn't, didn't. get
3: the opportunities, and, and, and he was a, he was more of a rebel too.
2: And and he had the the drinking problem. Yeah, you know.
3: Well, yeah, he kind of set himself up for failure. Yeah, you know, because his brother would have helped him if he wasn't a total cock. Yeah, and there yeah. was a lot of arguments he was a with that.
1: There was a lot of fights between them. A lot of great scenes where they're- oh, you know, him oh, basically okay. saying, "Well, yeah, you got the whole world." He's like, "Yeah, I had to work for it." Yeah. You know, yeah. And I would have brought you with me
2: if you didn't. If there's
1: you didn't a, treat me like shit. There's that great scene with him and his brother when they when he first comes in. Like he plays his first gig at some bar. and his brother can't even play drums. Yeah. And he's like, you know, <laughs> I yep. love that. He's like, you know, just let's just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. And his brother, you know, he kind of jams with him. You know, kinda. And I mean, I mean I, he finally kinda he starts gets just kind of whacking the drum set behind him, and you know, they they kind of start the jam, and it's like yeah. this nice yep. build up where the you know they kind of gel. As yeah. brothers, you know, doing some art. Um, just a beautiful movie, but yeah, dark as fuck.
3: Yeah, so oh, it, so it was the Big Bopper, Richie Valens, and Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly, yeah. Buddy Halle, yep. That's
1: right. Yeah, and there's that, you know, that, and yeah. Yeah, the Big Bopper was played by uh, Brian Setzer. Yep. Oh, uh, that's right. Stray Cats. Yeah. Uh, so that well,
2: was, he wasn't so, actually playing the, he wasn't playing Big Bopper. I thought he was playing a Big Bopper. No, he was playing um, uh, Cochrane. Um, yes. Oh,
1: shit, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm.
2: Um, can't remember his first name now, but yeah, yeah.
1: I yeah. know who you're talking about though. Yeah, F- uh, phenomenal movie, probably one oh, of my top so five. So good. Um, watched that a million times, and it was a phenomenon. When it came in. The movie mm-hmm. was
3: huge. Oh, dude, that song was like in the top ten for like six months. And it was the Los,
2: the Los Lobos, <laughs> Los Lobos cover. who yeah. covered it.
1: Yeah, Los yeah. Yeah. Lobos who are still playing. Oh Those yeah, still, they're still good. They're still fucking great. <laughs> Killer band. So man. good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but if it, you you
2: really can't get. I still prefer e, e, e S to Taranchelas, but <laughs> but Los Lobos is good.
1: So yeah, La Bamba that's that's a that's a huge one on this list. Oh yeah, so uh, another
4: one that I I have not seen. Oh and shit, we gotta being see it. Quiet in the corner. We have to
1: year. educate oh. go see you, it, dude. Yeah, we just need to have I, so a movie. such a
2: bitch. We just need to have a movie music, a movie marathon of this.
4: Yeah. See, yeah, that, that's another one of those where I think, like, me being a few years younger than you guys makes enough of a difference. Oh, yeah. but, like, that movie has sort of, like, receded into the cultural background. Yeah, 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 for, yeah, For
2: us, it was, like, early teens, beginning of teens, like, that era when it came out. And, man, yeah. I memorized the words yeah. to La Bamba in, like, two days and was, like, walking around my house singing it nonstop. Naked. Of course. Yeah. I mean, not that anybody <laughs> wants to know that, but yeah, of course, I still sing that song. I was there, so I'm gonna <laughs> just, I'm, I wasn't fuck. even there. I'm
3: gonna I'm gonna mention one, but then hey, I'm go gonna, ahead. No, you're fine. But then I'm gonna hit on one that we're all gonna want to talk about. Oh, yeah. right. but this one I just want to give a brief mention to. We don't have to get into too much detail. I'm gonna bring up the Beatles again. Yeah. There's a movie called Backbeat. Oh, Backbeat. Oh, That's yeah. It's so, yeah, yeah. so good. It's so good. It got completely shut down when it came out. A lot of people just like. There's a lot of people
2: were pissed that they were doing the story about Stewart.
3: Yeah. So it's a movie of Stu Sutcliffe, the original bassist prior to McCartney. And yeah. The yeah. And then um, them coming up in Hamburg playing like Cavern Club, doing yep. a lot of that stuff. And it's kind of crazy um, how. That was weird. Yeah, Did what, you guys hear what that? What just happened? What just happened? There was some kind of dropout. Yeah. Hey. Uh, out ev-
4: everybody's mic's still good? Yeah, 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 yeah. Thought, we're
3: fine. Yeah, that was just weird. It's weird. Something we'll electrical, I bet. Something um, happened. Yeah, you're so still anyways, here. Yeah, so that is when I always suggest. And what's crazy is like the soundtrack for that. The band they put together was like the dude from Soul Asylum, the singer from the Afghan Wigs. Yeah, like it was really rocked up the it way they played that, the that songs. M- yeah,
2: mid nineties. Yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah, it's
4: that's a really really good movie. Yeah, it, it totally is. gets it is. overlooked. And it's sad and everybody too. Everybody
2: forgets it existed.
4: Oh yeah, and S- what? So why did people get pissed about them telling this story? Just because it
3: because so, because Stuart,
2: Stuart Sutcliffe really upset a lot of people. And the whole story of him being, everybody thought it made the rest of the Beatles look bad.
3: Yeah. And, like, he was not part of the Fab, the four. fab four. He yeah. was not part of the legend. He was, like, prior to them really getting big, yeah. you know? But, yeah, so but people didn't really latch on it, to it. But and what's fu-
2: what always yeah. kills me is that him leaving is how they got big. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and mean, that's how the dynamic happened. Yep. Yeah. And like, he even sort of has that line in the movie.
4: He was like, Oh yeah. Stewart. could have been one of the Beatles. Like if only he could play. <laughs> sort of, yeah. Yeah. Like he, he sort of knows mm-hmm. that he's yeah. in a
3: lower catalog
1: than the rest of them. Yeah. yeah. But
3: the one that we have not mentioned yet that definitely has to get mentioned is the wall.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Without a question.
3: Yeah.
2: No, no ifs, ands or buts. That movie is quintessential. If you're, if you're a music
1: fan. Yeah, um, I've seen that movie so many times, and I've still never. Mm-hmm. It's. I don't think it's a movie you can really ever get your hand. I mean, at least me, I'm not that smart. Uh, Bullshit. It's not a movie I can ever really get my get my hand like I can never really ever get my arms around it. Yeah, um, it's one of the ones I, I guess if I sp- sat down and really meditated on it, I probably would understand it more. Uh, I was ag- again. I was never a while I love Pink Floyd, it's one of those bands I'm, I'm wanting to like go and sit down and meditate on the catalog too. It's tough. Yeah. If you didn't grow up with it and you're trying to go back on that and I never really, I got friends that's just like Pink Floyd. Oh my God, greatest band of all time, you know. Oh, and, I, I'd put them in my top five. Some of it flew, a lot of it flew over my head. Yeah. You know, and it's not knocking them at all. They're amazing uh, and The Wall, we all sat down and watched that several times uh, and it's just, it's a statement. We know it's a statement.
2: Oh yeah, uh, uh, several. Yeah, several statements.
1: It's something I should spend more time on. That's just me, though. I don't know about you guys. That's that just, movie that's... was
2: actually one of the movies that that we studied in film school because um, it did so much right, and it and it had so much great symbolism and use of of colors to to denote moods and and framing. Well, it's, and, it's, a,
1: it's, a, it's a disturbing looking movie in a lot of ways. It is. Too. It really is, and, it, and
2: it's really cool that. It's one of the only movies I can think of where they use happy lighting to denote lies. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't see that in film. And you watch the flashback scenes of him playing in the yard with his dead rat. And the lighting is happy. And and he's surrounded by death and his mom's abuse and all this kind of stuff. And you're watching the scenes, and it doesn't match up. Like, it yeah. doesn't, it, it feels so wrong on a fundamental level that it, it's just spectacular. Yeah. Spectacular. And then the music, I mean, I I always get shit from, for this, for saying it, especially around diehard Floyd fans. I like Bob Geldof singing the soundtrack better than I liked uh, yeah. Floyd singing it.
3: Yeah. I don't like Geldof as a person at all. I think he's a terrible terrible man
2: yeah
3: but um yeah in this movie he's spectacular yeah you know and he wasn't an actor at the time either no he at was all the singer he's yeah. sang in the boomtown rats <laughs> yeah
1: that's we're, weird. This mic is acting weird too. Yeah, yeah, we're Shall getting some kind of. Well, how like about yeah, how about days. we go with one more movie and we call it a night? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, cool. We're having to listening on. Yeah, you may not even hear that. I'm actually looking at the board right now and I'm seeing some spikes in there. Something's yep, happening with the board. Right. Yeah. So let's mention one more thing and we'll call it a night here. I think.
3: Cool. I'm good uh, with that. How
1: about <laughs> Wayne's World? Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. Oh yeah. Total rocket. Another comedy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But, oh, yeah. Com- but you know, rock and roll type movie. Um obviously come from it was Paul Wayne and Garth were pulled from Saturday Night Live those mm-hmm. characters the Wayne's World show uh and they like a lot of uh Saturday Night Live type things they they made movies out of them this oh, yeah. was one of them um
2: so well so yeah. well done a
1: lot of cheesiness for me but it's
2: it's the right kind but it was fun yeah,
1: exactly. but it's it was the fun. right kind of cheesiness. there's some really yeah. no there yeah. some really great it some real grateful paws that we all are familiar with, such as no no playing Stairway to Heaven at at the music store. Let
2: let me play the May I Help You chord. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No (laughs) Stairway.
1: Yeah. Um,
4: (laughs) Stairway denied. (laughs) Now, I have been told, I did not see that film in theaters, but I've been told that in theaters... Stairway was in that scene, but they couldn't get the rights to distribute it on video with that. It was the Is first like true?
1: four, first notes. couple of notes, and the guy grabbed the guitar. It was just but the no, I've I've done, heard done, that done, they done. reshot <laughs> that
4: scene for the home video releases because they lost the rights to include
2: Stairway. Oh, it's really? Like, There's not enough of Stairway I don't know. in there for them to make a. a it's like four notes. A, a claim. No, but I you're mean, saying like, they I, I, I I've heard
4: that in the, like, when the film first played in theaters, he actually just plays Stairway for a minute. Yeah. yeah. And that line isn't there. He did I did not see... No, I, no. I, I saw I it didn't in see theater. that in his first run. So I, I saw
2: it in it's theater, just, yeah. and no, it was just that first thing, okay. he grabs it's the thing. So, it, okay, so
1: it's no just the same stairway. thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: Another fun ride. Oh. Yeah.
2: So great. And who on earth doesn't love the Bohemian Rhapsodies? Oh,
1: yeah. He was...
3: Yeah. Just phenomenal. That I
1: that that, mean, um, that really saved Queen. I oh mean, yeah. That, oh that yeah, made <laughs> yeah. Oh, that man, movie um, yeah. immortalized that song. Yeah. More, mm-hmm. than the, the Queen more than the more themselves did. Yeah,
4: absolutely. Yeah. And I, it's like sort of semi-ironic and kind of making fun of the we, song, we, but, we like with it, but at the
2: same time loving it.
4: Oh yeah.
1: You know, it's funny. We played a show. Uh, my band played a show in Lansing uh, two weeks ago. Right. And we were in this little alleyway and we were all hanging out there just drinking beer and being stupid and waiting, you know, to just load in and do whatever. And the and other guys band, we're it. hanging out, well, we're hanging out with the other bands and we were kind of in this little narrow alleyway and cars were coming through. And this just made me think about that. We're all sitting yeah. out there talking and all of a sudden here comes the car. And we're like, game off. And we moved over. <laughs> and then the, and then the car came by and we're like, game on. And we came back out and started talking. Right. So that, you know, I mean, that's, Wayne's World, you know, had a lot of those little wonderful things mm-hmm. that just kind oh, of yeah. have dug their way into your brain and they can't get out. So Absolutely, just, you know, game. I, I was
2: gonna say, and who won a road trip when Bohemian Rhapsody comes on does not? Go along with it like they did. Oh, yeah. Everybody, everybody head bangs to that. They landed oh, yeah.
1: a the heavy part and the whole, yeah, the whole car oh, yeah. freaks out. And then, oh, yeah. and the
2: singing high notes to the point where your eyes cross, you know. <laughs> everybody except for Chris because he can actually hit those. He can, f- yeah, f- yeah. can sing. My yeah. balls
3: cross, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, before we cut this off, I just got a little bit of news shared with me. Uh, yeah. Movie Pass is basically done for. Ooh, um, oh. They just posted this, ju- this just in. Yeah, they just posted a hundred and twenty-six million dollar quarterly loss. They're by other shareholders. In June, their shares sank to below a dollar. Today, they just they closed out today. Their uh, the company that owns them is where is it at? Helios and Matheson. Uh huh. They closed out today at point zero five cents.
2: Oh my. God. Oh my god. <laughs>
3: So, I would say um, in the next couple days, we will probably hear that MoviePass is dead and fucking buried. Is the website
1: fuckcompany.com still around? Probably. Because they're probably the fr- I, you know I haven't been on that site in years if it's still around yeah co- fuckcompany company.com <laughs> they got to be on the front page right now somebody should look that up on their phone <laughs> or something, man.
4: holy shit point zero insane.
3: five cents a share
4: that's
2: insane that's ridiculous dude give me
3: hundred bucks talk about freaking burying the entire company right now burying the yeah, nose you don't man. want to own that entire no, no,
2: company no no <laughs> I, I, well I would I'd just change the name a little bit and, oh. and remarket it yeah. bury
1: bury the nose just <laughs> <laughs> done,
3: they're done yeah. it's done there's shit. nothing they can do.
2: Wow, and all of this in like a month and a half.
3: Dude, they yeah. they buried the fuck out of themselves. Yeah, oh, you they know did. what?
2: It, it was corporate suicide and that is amazing. That yeah. I actually feel I'm, a little bit of joy well, hey, in you, the cockles of my heart. I've Maybe said it a million cockles. times when I
3: first signed up for it. It was uh twenty nine ninety nine or thirty four ninety nine a month. I used it all the time. I was fine paying that. And then they dropped it to the nine ninety nine thing. That's and I'm not like, sustainable. I'm like, no. how are they gonna do this? You know? Because they were paying out of pocket for every ticket that you used, yeah, yeah it was and then they were selling your data to advertise business. is what they yeah. were doing. Um, they're dead.
1: Well, congratulations, Movie Pass. Yeah, I'd say we knew you well,
2: but that would be a lie. To <laughs> play taps for them or something. <laughs>
1: Holy crap, man! Wow. Wow. Yeah.
3: And they were getting ready to make a movie with Bruce Willis in it. I bet that's not going to
1: happen. Oh, you think? Yeah. I think Bruce Willis will be getting a call in the morning. Oh, yeah, that whole thing? Yeah. yeah, Not going to happen now. Fuck Mm. it, don't call him. Let Kevin
2: Smith give him a call.
3: I guess MoviePass (laughs) wasn't Die Hard.
1: Oh. 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 Uh, All right. Can we please go? I'm tired (laughs) of all these shit jokes tonight. This was
3: episode 92. We will be back next week. Goodbye. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. You
2: know. <laughs> Unless movie phone hunts us down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> movie Pass. Okay. Movie Pass. Mo- whatever.
1: I'm going to start movie a new website, movie ass, movie ass. ass, ass Movieass.com. Let's do it tonight. All right. Later. Bye, people. Right.
2: Visit us at www.themoviesleuth.com
4: and find The Movie Sleuth on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and iTunes.